Uh, what episode is this? I lose track. There's so much good content that we churn out once every two months. <laughs> Do you reckon anyone's actually listened to all, listened to all 23? Uh, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I also have. <laughs> if anyone's listened to all 23, including the Lost Tapes, let us know. Whoever it is probably knows us, so give us a text. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's not going to be somebody we don't know. I don't know. We uh, got an email. So many people doubted that we even had listeners and or if the cap campaign would work. <laughs> but we have evidence to prove both. Thanks, Tony, for the email. He sent us uh, a joke uh, based on an actual overheard conversation. So he thought we might like this. So this nice. is the... Uh, we should have we really done it as two characters. Oh, are we doing the characters? <laughs> yeah, but we won't, we won't put voices on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, here we go. Who are you going <laughs> right. to be? The Nana. No, no. So, I'll do that. How Nana? How you doing? Because I can't do an old woman voice. Oh, I have to do the voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, you don't have to. Ah, right, right, I'll get the character. Right, to- Tony. Apologies, I've trimmed it down. This is a condensed version of what you sent us. So Tony yeah. overheard this, and I think he right. might have formatted it into a joke based on what he heard. <laughs> Nat and Eddie are in the room. I'm feeling the pressure. Oh, you got an audience. <laughs> Unfortunately, well. It's good right. practice, Andy, for when we're doing arenas. You need to start there. Start with a small crowd. Right, they've now fucked off. We can relax. I'm going to play a character who sounds awfully a lot like myself. Right. You... <laughs> right. <clears throat> Hi, Nana. How are you doing? Mum says you've been away on your holidays. I have, yes. I went to Menorca. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Did you do anything nice there? Oh, yes. I visited a very old church, which is the highest point on the island. I wonder what the lowest point was, Nana. I think that would be when I shot myself in a cafe. <laughs> yeah, that works. Cheers okay. for that, Tony. There we go. I don't know how much you... of that was uh, verbatim and how much he changed into a joke. Let us know, Tony. But uh, yeah. that was fun. Let's get us practicing you... our characters. Did you notice the last sentence in the email, Boog? I did. P.S. Thank you for the cap. I wear it most days. Keep up the good work. Yeah. So somebody out there is actually wearing a cap. In episode eight, we discussed uh, the feral super pigs who were building igloos in Canada. Oh, yeah. Pigloos, I remember that episode. Right. Well, there's a new pig outbreak. It, this is a headline. Radioactive hybrid terror pigs have made themselves at home in Fukushima's exclusion zone in Japan. In 2011, there was a nuclear disaster in Fukushima, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Um so, obviously, all humans like left that as sort of barren land. And then there's been a load of uh, wild pigs again. I've mm. now become radioactive. Zombie pigs. Like the other story, too. Well, guess what they've been doing, Book? They've been eating something. They've been shagging the local pigs again. Oh. So, they've, they've, like the super radioactive pigs have been breeding with other domestic pigs. And then they're sort of morphing into like a hybrid terror pig they called on this article <laughs> what was that what was that urban myth that we were talking about like a ghost snow pig that was a ghost pig, ghost pig that had like a saw blade on its yeah, back yeah. remember that the local wild boar species uh, also known as a Japanese boar have started becoming cocky and aggressive and have lost all of their natural wariness so like the wild boars are getting like really confident now strutting around <laughs> swearing at the other pigs yeah <laughs> These pigs have 300 times a human dose of, like a lethal dose of the isotope cerium-137. So it would have killed a human 300 times over, but the pigs 
are now highly radioactive and seemingly indestructible, it says. Uh, so do they just live there by themselves, or are they wreaking havoc? Well, I think they're just living there in the sort of radioactive waste, you know, you know. so like they've taken on their radioactivity, but yeah. it's not sort of cause of a mutate or anything. I think they're just, I guess if you got bitten by one, it would like probably kill you as a human. wonder if there's the equivalent Chernobyl pigs, Chernobyl boars. Yeah, oh, imagine if they started shagging each other in a new hybrid pig. <laughs> and then a, and a super pig from Canada, they'd be living in an igloo. Who do you think would win? Uh, the super pigs or the machines? Because obviously the machines are starting to... But AI? Yeah. In fact, did you see that story about a machine in South Korea this week? I don't think so. This is to balance out the, uh, the pig the story. Uh, headline is, South Korean man killed by industrial robot that identified him as a box. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. I did see that. So the, bot, the robot <laughs> mistook him for a box of vegetables and crushed him against a conveyor oh. belt. He must have looked like the elephant man, like a big potato head. <laughs> yeah, I guess he just, I don't know, it's weird. Like, how are they supposed to identify? Is it just like surface area? Maybe he was wearing that uh, that big tall hat from Guinness World Records. <laughs> yeah. And did it just fold him in into a, like, a box then? You know, like, did it just pick him up, sort of origami him into like a... Yeah, I think so. Just like a little shit. bit of paper. Crushed him up. Obviously, you know about those... Um, Freak accidents in factories where someone's got their arm and fix a machine, it turns on, or they fall into the grinder or yeah. whatever. But that's just like human error. But now the machines are actually moving around and like trying to, you know, make decisions. Well, it's like that. Do you see that car that um, malfunctioned and it just couldn't stop? So the guy was driving his car and he couldn't turn the engine off and he couldn't use the brakes. Was yeah, like speed. Car. Yeah, so he's he's driving round, but he's only going about twenty five mile an hour. Yeah, yeah. so going it wasn't around the roundabout. <laughs> and he had, he he was driving for hours, and he phoned the police, and they were like, and he's like, their advice was to throw his keys out the window, and uh, yeah, that didn't work either. <laughs> eh, how would that make like what to turn the engine off? I guess so. Like, it was funny when he throw him out the window, then he could just take the keys out. It's animal news, right? So this one was good, right? Woman convicted of killing her husband after parrot repeated victim's last words. Ah. And it, like, there's the audio too. I'll send you the audio after. That's like, so, have you seen that Black Mirror episode? Don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. That woman accidentally um, runs someone over, I think. Yeah. And then basically, yeah, they think they've covered it up, but then they can extract the memory of the hamster. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that? yeah. Um, that has that's entirely ruined it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But you have had about six years to watch it, so yeah. Uh, by the way, Darth Vader is uh, Luke Skywalker's dad. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. <laughs> so this pirate, right? A, a pirate was considered an unlikely key witness in a murder trial after repeating what was thought to be the victim's last words. Right? The last words are "Don't fucking shoot." <laughs> I'll send you the audio because it's weird. Like you can literally hear it. it's like a like the pirate's like a tip recorder and it just you can hear them arguing and then it's just like don't shoot martin durham was killed in michigan uh in his home in May a lot of michigan stories recently yeah having been shot five times with a 0.22 caliber handgun his wife glenna was found alongside him alive but suffering from one single gunshot wound mm-hmm. the prosecutors later said she was a assigned failed suicide attempt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they said the next our neighbor who used to talk to them daily uh, went and visited after a few days. She entered their home to find both bodies on the floor in the bedroom, initially believing they were both dead before 
Glenn has started breathing. All right, and then the parrot chirped up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe it's the perfect crime from the parrot. Maybe it's a double bluff. Could be doing the old. Right, I know what to say. <laughs> yeah, cover my tracks. <laughs> yeah, they're going to add a little red feather in the uh, trigger. <laughs> that is cool. That yeah, I like stuff like that. Do you reckon they get the uh, the parrot up as a witness in on the stand? Yeah, give it a couple of crackers first. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> this one's a nice short, sweet one for Animal News Boog. Might almost just need the headline: Speeding driver tried to switch places with his dog to avoid arrest. <laughs> Do you need any more of that? <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the article's just that <laughs> I don't know if this counts as animal news or weird news, but it kind of involves an animal. Pizza Hut have teamed up with a Hong Kong restaurant to put a modern spin on a traditional dish, snake pizza. Snake pizza? At Pizza Hut? Yeah, in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. So it says the new offering combines shredded snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham. Yeah, so it's basically the pizza's snake meat, mushrooms, and ham. Imagine like right. making your order, and they bring it, you're like, oh, I actually ordered ham and pineapple, and you're giving me snake and broccoli. Yeah. Ham and snake. Right, do you, want, do you want a weird death, Boo? Yeah, let's do it. Sometimes in the weird deaths, right, you think, ah, oh, fucking hell, that's, it's funny, but that person did, didn't really deserve it. But this person most definitely did, right? I also find it's easier to laugh at them and find them funny when it's like 80 years ago, yeah, rather than like So five years there's ago. this woman who was called a like known as a black widow, right? Yeah. She was a suicide bomber and she'd been planning to detonate her <coughs> explosives in central Moscow. So she like she made a suicide bomb vest and it was triggered by a phone. So she got a, a, a new mobile phone and to set it off, like you, you had to text the number. So she was going to walk into this square on New Year's Eve in Russia and like blow a load of people up. A suicide bomb was planning to detonate her explosives in central Moscow and was killed after a spam text message from her mobile phone triggered the device oh, early. No. So the Black Widow bomber, who's not been named, had intended to detonate the explosives in a busy square on New Year's Eve, but a spam message from her mobile provider wishing her a happy New Year <laughs> caused it to go off earlier than planned, instantly killing her but not harming any others. And where was she? Just like on her way to do it? Yeah, so... She was at a safe house in Moscow with the two other bombers when the device exploded. The other two both surprised. Uh, <laughs> surprised? Yeah, I bet they were. <laughs> <laughs> the other two both survived and were seen fleeing the scene. So oh, mobile right. phones says mobile phones are often used as detonators by terrorist group. A handler who will watch the bomber as they move into the target area and sends them a text to detonate the explosive. The phone, which had previously not been used and usually turned off until the very last minute, so they'll buy like a new, like a burner phone, yeah. like no, like no contact. So like yeah. it's impossible. <laughs> but the only person that must have had the number was like EE or whatever. You say like, I'll be new yet. Why haven't they thought of that? Because obviously you do get those service so you, provider messages every now and then, especially when you, especially when you just set up a phone. Yeah. Like, hello, welcome to like, <laughs> hello, welcome to heaven <laughs> or hell. Glad it went off early. Like she deserves to die <laughs> yeah. for that. Um, I got a weird death for you. 50-year-old resident David File lived in a block of flats in South near Southampton, decapitated himself with a chainsaw. Oh, he did it on purpose. De- what? Decapitated himself with a chainsaw to highlight the injustice of being forced to move out of the flats. How did he do it then? That's fine. Surely you could... You, I don't think your brain would have let, you, let yourself do that to yourself. I guess if you just shove it in. 
David carefully thought out his suicide because he was irrationally opposed to being moved out. He tied the Black & Decker tool to a leg of a snooker table in his lounge with string yeah. taped up the on button. He then laid Shit. down under the... <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> lay down under the snooker table, face up, and placed the chainsaw against his neck. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. That is grim. When it activated, it sliced three quarters through his neck and across into his right shoulder only stopping from completely severing when his T-shirt dragged into the blades. So I think he still had to move out, though. I'm sure there was another way to protest. <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, super glue yourself to the front door or something. <laughs> yeah, or... <laughs> exactly. Dress in a Batman costume and tie yourself to the to the outside. That's mental. Do you want to hear another weird death book? Yeah, go on. Woman declared dead after having a heart attack from dying from shock after waking up in a coffin. Oh, shit. The woman's grief-stricken husband was found in shock when he went to say his final goodbye to his wife, who then sprung back to life in front of him. So she's at her own funeral. People think she's dead. She wakes up in a coffin. A woman who was wrongly declared deceased by doctors died of a heart attack from the shock after waking up, waking up in her own coffin at her own funeral. At least they didn't have to pay for two funerals, I suppose. Yeah, she's already in the coffin. It's like, where are you now? <laughs> Everything's <laughs> set up. And you kind of just, you wouldn't have to grieve, grieve twice, would you? You'd be like, ah, yeah. oh, shit. Like, <laughs> you might have to have some therapy, but you wouldn't have to grieve twice. <laughs> yeah. Her husband opted for an open coffin funeral, which is, again, lucky, really. Kind of lucky. Kind of lucky. You won't think I was lucky when she reanimated. Little zombie wife. <laughs> says, after mourners, uh, after hearing mourners pray for her soul, uh, then opened her eyes to find herself in a bizarre situation. Her shocked husband dis- described how they immediately rushed her back to hospital, but she only lived for another twelve minutes in intensive care, and she died again. And he said, and this time it was for good. Oh, so they actually removed her and took her to hospital. Yeah, I guess. So they did have to pay for two funerals. Yeah. All them sandwiches would have gone stale. They'll have to get a new batch. <laughs> yeah. Stick them on ice. Get a new spread on. Here's a weird death. A 43-year-old Irish woman died of anaphylactic allergic reaction after having sex with a German shepherd. Oh, what? Its owner and the woman met in an internet chat room for bestiality. Um, the owner was prosecuted and added to the sex offender list. The dog was later euthanized. What's the dog done? Oh, what? Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. That's not fair. So, so the woman died. She had an allergic reaction. Yeah. To a dog. Yeah. Dog, shagging a dog. That caused an allergic reaction. She died. And then the dog's owner was prosecuted on the sex offender list. And then the dog was put down. You think if you were the owner of that dog, you would delete all your emails and then just be like, yeah, yeah. she came around, I made a tea, I went upstairs, a dog, you know, you're trying. Next thing I know, drop. she's shagging my dog in the living room. <laughs> yeah. He got away with it. That, that, three of them in that situation, two of them died. He's like, whew. Yeah, that's, why the hell is he put the dog down? Yeah, that's bad. Maybe it was just taken away from him and there was nowhere to, or maybe thought once it had got a taste for it, he probably would have had, um, you know, like when uh, when like pedos are in prison, they get a harder time from the other inmates. I guess the dog yeah. in the pound, when they found out, had been shagging humans. Yeah, can't make any friends. They were like, the kindest thing to do is to kill it. Yeah, 
It's always the animals that get a bum deal, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, what's she called? That big sea lion? Uh, Freya. Freya. Yeah, that was a sad one. <laughs> yeah. D- killed by humans taking too many selfies, the kindest thing to do was just kill it. Do you want a world, world record of 10th book that also ties in with weird deaths? Yes. Okay, so there was this priest who wanted to set the world record for, you know, like the film Up, where they tie themselves to loads of helium balloons. Yeah. Well, he he'd previously set the world record, and he then wanted to go on to being carried by a thousand helium-filled balloons, mm-hmm. which he did do, but the wind blew and blew him out to sea, and uh, oh, shit. Yeah, he died. See, these are the kind of things, why aren't they accounting for these possible, very likely risks, like getting flown out to sea? Did he do it near the sea? I don't know. Well, I guess he, in blowing distance. Imagine that. There's nothing you can do about it. You just... <laughs> It'd be like at the fairground where everyone's got their little guns, got to try and shoot the balloons quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you just hope that you went to the next country? <laughs> like, you'd hope that you made it? How long would that take? Yeah, he wanted you to break the 19-hour record. Right. So... Where was he again? Set off from Brazil, hmm. wearing a helmet, and at least he was wearing a helmet, I guess. Aluminium thermal flight suit and waterproof coveralls. He was also wearing a parachute and also a thousand balloons. <laughs> yeah. No food. <laughs> he had a little walkie talkie, though, I think, in GPS, but then that, that stopped working and that's what fucked him up. <laughs> yeah. Once he got three hours into a sea, his walkie talkie was, was no longer in range. After eight hours, he went off grid. So he might still be out there somewhere, stuck in a pylon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, bad. Man. I mean, it's obviously sad, but you got to know the risk when you're doing these things. These mad ideas. They found a body in the sea, and they were trying to confirm it was him. It's like, how many other bodies in the sea are going to have a thousand <laughs> balloons tied to it? Like, no, we need to do the the, the correct procedure. Like, mate, he's got yeah, a thousand <laughs> popped balloons hanging from his waist. Check his dental records. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh, God. laughs> so, I mean, I mean, my uh, my world record attempts less dangerous than that. True. I also bet there was uh, there was animal casualties in that one because they'd be like turtles. Yeah, that. we're probably thinking it was uh, jellyfish and. Swallowing the balloons down. Yeah, oh, man. Always the animals who are getting... Well, speaking of the animals, book, um, I've been trying to get my bird aviary bird project off the ground. Uh, <laughs> yeah? I'm having very little success. I, I've, I've emailed uh, Matt, Matt Hancock, who's our local who's our local MP. No, wait, what's that? Go- no, Matt, Matt Vickers. Oh, no, yeah, it, Matt Vickers MP. I could, I could email Matt Hancock too. Matt Hancock's uh, redemption arc, if he sorts the birds out, people might start forgiving him. Well, it's, I've sent I've I've sent a few emails out there, and word's spreading. So hopefully, in the future episodes, this is a teaser. Future episodes, there will be birds back in the Avery for sure. Are you just getting blanked at the moment? Yeah. Well, I got an email saying thank you for the email. So, dear Mister Lee, thank you for taking the time to contact Matt regarding Preston Park's bird Avery. Matt has raised your comments with the relevant individuals, and will contact you as soon as we receive a response. He's gone straight to Rishi, I think. Yeah. He's he's fast tracked it, I think. So I was thinking maybe you know, like just stop oil. Yeah, I might just need to like go super glue myself to it or something. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Well, get a t-shirt with like just start birds. Or something. We dress up as big birds, get big feather, oh, yeah. feathered outfits. I think if you because it's it's basically a big climbing frame, isn't it? You yeah. can just climb to the top <laughs> yeah, and put like a big flag on it. 
Could, no we could balloon our way to the top. Just hope that we don't. <laughs> hope that we judge it right. Don't keep going. End up in the River Tees. Yeah. Well, he had a thousand balloons, that guy. So maybe just go for like 998. <laughs> just the right we'll Just mark. walk slowly along uh, Yarm Road in bird outfits and hold up the traffic. Maybe I need to start small. So like, I don't know, maybe like a local cricket game. I could just run on with like, uh, bring back the birds with bird. <laughs> you know, I, I, just stop Euler working on the big, you know, the big boys is stopping at F1. And it stops some sort of like a local Crown Green Bowls match or something. <laughs> Sedge, Get the old audience. Sedgefield uh, kids quad biking party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just run, in, run into the uh, track. And just stand there like, or just walk very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a video of that guy in his balloons just ballooning away. It's kind of sad when you think. Oh, and he was never seen again. And also <laughs> of that guy in the jet ski just sad when you know that that's like the last vote of them. It's always fellas, isn't it? Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Actually, I saw a really good video earlier. A lad went down the uh, the middle bit of the escalators on a skateboard. Um, ah, and then does he jump over yeah, the rails yeah. and go and he, oh yeah. The, <laughs> the board goes underneath the barrier and he jumps over it. Lands back on the board somehow, yeah. which is mad when you see how he lands and then goes into the lift and doesn't pay for a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, you know when you sort of see this still and you're on Twitter, you're like, yeah. this has got like a 99% chance of him smashing on the, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's either going to be like yeah, a classic fail or like hero moment. I can't even stand on a skateboard, let alone Ollie, but to go down an escalator and then jump over a fucking ticket barrier yeah. and, you know, and land back on the, the board mount, yeah. and not fall over. If you were a ticket guy, you'd be like, look, mate, you deserve, you know, if you can do that. <laughs> You deserve exactly. a free ticket. There you go, mate. Right, I'll go through these quick little weird lottery stories. So it's like different lottery winners and weird um, circumstances. Yeah. So uh, there was this guy a few years ago in America who his wife basically bought some orange juice for $5. And when he got home, his wife was like, oh, bloody hell, this other place does that same juice for $2.50. Go and take yeah. it back and change it. So he did. And with the two fifty change, he bought a lottery ticket in that place. He won three hundred and fifteen million dollars. Wow! Shit! <laughs> all for all because his wife was being a tight ass. Yeah, some way to go. So another one, a waitress in America. So a customer tipped her with a lottery ticket, yeah. and she won ten million. Then wow. the guy who tipped her then tried to sue her. Because he'd given her it. Yeah. And then all of her colleagues tried to sue her because they claimed that they had like it a tips it, yeah. you know, yeah. Um so they were taking her to court. Then her ex her ex husband kidnapped her. Bloody hell. And then she shot him. <laughs> well. They do say that like <clears throat> like quite often winning the lottery actually brings you more bad than Yeah, good. do you reckon you know when like I always think if I won the lottery, there's no way I'd do all the press for it and stuff. Yeah, fuck that. Um, and that's that's where these people are going wrong because they're doing the press. People find out, um, and then yeah, I think people come out of the woodwork. Don't people they? either people come out of the woodwork like, oh, will you invest in my business? Oh, I need money, whatever sub stories, or criminals target you, and they're like, right, this guy. There was a story uh, which I thought was really clever. I guess this guy worked in a news agent, and this guy came in and said, oh, like he was just buying his shopping. He said, oh, can you just check my lottery ticket? And he'd won like a mil. And the guy was like, ah, oh, no, nothing on that, mate. He's like, all oh, right. So, like, 
the guy had handed over his ticket. All right, the yeah. guy just said like, "Oh, have we won out with my lucky dip?" He's like, "Nah," and he's like, "He he didn't know." Like yeah. the guy then fucked off, and then the guy claimed like the money himself, and he got caught. Yeah, but, of course. how so close to the perfect crime because you just need to act for about five seconds. Be like, "Sorry, mate, nothing," and then you're like, "Sweet, got it." Another story that I'd seen on I don't know why I've got so many stories about people in the lottery, but these guys had like. Uh, hacked someone's bank account and been buying like uh, lottery tickets and stuff. Yeah, and they won like four mil, or they won a load of money because it was fraudulent. Like because they had stolen money, I don't think anyone got the jackpot. So say like uh, like I don't know someone had broken into your bank and fraudulently bought lottery tickets. He'd be like, sweet, like you should by default get the money. You would think, yeah. It was like null and void because it was like, um, yeah. yeah. But even if you were like, say I was a like a, a crook and I'd hacked your account, you'd be like, all right, mate, I'm kind of dodgy here, but I've actually won you like four mil. You give me like yeah. half, both winners. Yeah, like I'll give you a mil. Yeah. There's a small chance yeah. that they're going to ask for all of it back. So. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> oh, actually, here's the last one. This guy in... America, obviously, called Ronnie Music Jr. <laughs> hit, Ronnie Mus- hit the jackpot, winning $3 million from a scratch card game. However, his investments weren't as lucky or smart. He took his winnings to invest in a crystal meth drug ring, which ultimately okay. led to his arrest and life in prison sentence. The thing is, surely the whole point of the drug game is like, let's just make yeah. money, you know, make loads yeah. of money in a way that's illegal, but allows us to do it quite easily. Why is he putting? He's got them. He's got the end game. Like, yeah, you don't need to do all that stuff. Why are you risking? Like, now you're in prison. Like, mental. So, lost all his money, and now he's at life in prison. It's like, what an idiot. Well, he was called Ronnie Music Junior. So he should have started like a, I don't know, skiffle band or something. (laughs) Yeah, maybe just put two hundred grand into your meth business and keep the rest. Yeah, you can invest a bit in it. So what happened to Walter White. He got uh, yeah. too big for his boots. Didn't know when to quit. Got power mad. Maybe Ronnie the Music. What's he called? Ronnie the Music Jackson. They might make a little <laughs> film from him. There was a guy who jet skied off uh, Niagara Falls and his parachute didn't work. Oh, but... shit. Did he die? <laughs> yeah. Again, you probably don't need any more than that sentence. Have you ever seen the film Magnolia? Uh, I don't think so. So I don't know if this is... I don't know if this actually happened. Okay, it's not real. There's a bit where, you know, when there's forest fires and planes like scoop out the sea, scoop water out the sea, and then yeah, and they drop it. Yeah. So basically, at the start of the film, that's happening. They're like, you know, these planes are going around scooping seawater out, and then yeah, <laughs> later on, when like all the fires are out, up high in one of the trees is a scuba diver. <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> accidentally scooped him out when they were doing it. <laughs> And yeah, dropped him into the trees, um, yeah. and I, I never knew if that was like based on a real thing that happened. But I just looked, and it's it's not. But some fish though would have been. Just oh yeah, swimming around. Yeah, yeah. Mind of their own business. Yeah. <laughs> scuba dive. Have you heard of people doing that no nut November thing? <laughs> no, I mean self explanatory. But why? What's the reason? There was a thing on Twitter. This guy said he was doing like a no nut November, yeah. and he said. I was doing push-ups as usual, but I tried to go from my maximum 10 to 20. And when I got to 19, my legs started shaking and I came my pants. <laughs> That's just happened to anyone else. <laughs> Has that happened to you, Book? 
I don't. What have I done? A push-up? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you get to twenty, that must be what happens. I don't think I've ever reached that. Um... Have we talked about the gimp man already? No, I don't think so. Is that a man in a in a gimp suit? Yeah, I thought we talked about, it, but maybe we haven't. But he's been doing it around Somerset for like quite a while. I thought we discussed it. Maybe not. It may have be been one of the lost tapes that never. Yeah, saw yeah. It I think like we have discussed it at some point. Anyway, this guy who's like known around the Somerset area for basically dressing in an all black gimp suit and wriggling around on the floor and like jumping out at people. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a like local legend slash creep. Well, they caught him. He's been banned from rigging on the ground for five years. What did you do if you get struck by lightning or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, cardiac like, arrest. <laughs> yeah, like, fucking hell, that looks like wriggling to me. <laughs> yeah. Jiggy was doing it for the sexual kicks. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Just imagine him, like, <laughs> just like, at home, like, God, I'd love to wriggle on the ground right now, but I can't. Um, it says, it comes after Avon and Somerset Police linked him to 25 incidents committed by the wow. so-called Somerset Gimp. So Joshua Hunt, 32, has been given a sexual risk order, which also prevents him from wearing any type of mask or face covering unless for medical reasons. So if you see someone in Somerset in Sainsbury's in a full gimp suit, it's uh, for COVID. Oh, yeah, this uh, uh, it's for medical reasons. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Feel free to send us your little jokes, things you've overheard. Weird deaths, animal news, weird news. Yeah. Uh, Anything interesting? I mean, we just talk about any old random shite, don't we? So yeah, we're, we're seriously lacking sort of uh, direction, <laughs> structure. Yeah, fans. <laughs> nah, I don't think it works. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything you'd associate with a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, next year, next year is the one. Big plans for next year. <laughs>